0: You know, LD's been very busy lately. He's been helping his parents clean out their their family home. Their parents are getting ready to sell their house. Very funny when you're a kid. Moving is like, you know, the apocalypse in in a lot of children's mediums. Max Keebler's big move comes to mind, certainly. When LD was a kid, we, we moved when I was like, I was in kindergarten. I don't know if that made me five, you know, whatever, something like that. I remember I was devastated. I was like, I'm never going to see any of my friends again. Like, this, you know, who who knows where I'll end up? This could be like a Russian roulette. Huh? I could be in Germany, uh, you know, next week. Who who even knows? I moved like a mile and a half down the road to a bigger house because I uh, a younger brother was on the way. It's very funny, the the, the sort of ways that, that we think of things like that. But lately, I uh, while, while I was cleaning out some stuff, I found Batman Arkham City for the Xbox 360. I've been playing that. He's a big Batman fan. He's a big DC fan. He's big time DC over Marvel in terms of characters, this and that, you know, whatever. He likes a lot of DC comic characters. Certainly the Dark Knight, uh, top of that list uh, with everyone else, you know, who doesn't love the Dark Knight, Batman. The thing about Batman is everyone knows, you know, he's motivated because his his parents died when he was a kid, got shot and killed right in front of him. Kind of got to get over that at some point, you know? LD's, like, heard this saying before, that, like, there, there's nothing more tragic than a, a parent who has to bury their child. Uh, a, a parent should always die before before the child. Hey, hey, hey Bruce, uh, I know, you know, you you certainly had a, had a rough go at it, and it was earlier than a lot of other people, but, like, everyone's parents die at some point, you know? I don't know what age Batman was, Bruce Wayne, when, when his parents got shot and killed in that alley on that fateful night, but, you know, so say he was, like, seven, eight years old, whatever. By the time you get to, like, 34, you kind of got to move on, do something else, even if it still bothers you a bit, to, like, have that motivate you so much that you're you're just getting the shit beaten out. I mean, you know, Batman kicks a lot of ass, but still, as as a man who's fallen three stories in New York City uh, on a fire escape and been hit by an SUV, like, human body's just not made to take that kind of beating, you know? Batman's got, like, armor, stuff like that, but it's got to get tiring at some point. He's a billionaire, for crying out loud, like... That man could be doing whatever he wants, and he's just, hey, Batman. Why don't you clean up politics with all that money yours? I don't know. Like, and certainly it wouldn't be as entertaining. So I I get that the that's the the end all be all answer. But like, eh, you know, a certain point you'd think somebody, some kind of Batman writer would would do some sort of storyline like a Walter White. "Ah, I was doing it for me the whole time, type of thing. You know, like at a certain point, obviously Bruce Wayne just likes being Batman, which. You know, who wouldn't? It's pretty kick-ass, obviously, but, you know, you get the gist. Yo, 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 people. It's your man, LD. We're back at it again. We're we're on the lowdown with LD. We're hanging low. We're getting low. We're chilling out. You know, we're relaxing. We're in October. It's spooky season, you know, and uh, uh, October's a good time. You know we're enjoying things. LD's got some some big things on on the horizon coming up. You know he teased the other day on Twitter his Jimmy Butler blog, and oh man, is that going to be a doozy? What LD's really excited for? And this is this is a little uh, exclusive sneak peek tidbit for the the dedicated L disciples, the ones who who listen to the podcast. LD has a lot of medium, not not as much media as he want wishes, but like he has a lot of media from the years of pictures, of videos that he sent people instigating, you know, uh, antagonizing uh, all that with the Jimmy Butler situation long before LD was was, you know, making content on on ridewithld.com at LD the man on Twitter. LD, LD, I I can't find this video, but I'll never forget. LD lost, or uh, Jimmy Butler and the Sixers last year in the playoffs lost a game against the Brooklyn Nets uh, that they definitely should have won. LD was in New York working on a film set at the time when he was walking back to the subway station that night. He was just walking up the street recording a Snapchat to send all of his doofus friends who liked Jimmy Butler going, Jimmy, James, Jim, Jimbo. I was I was causing a scene. I was sprinting up the streets I was trying to make the 705 uh, train ride back to to Hoboken, but you know uh, LD hates Jimmy Butler viscerally. LD dominated Jimmy Butler. LD tells people all the time if you ever saw Jimmy Butler in the streets in a dark alley in the middle of the night, LD was jut his big beautiful chin like it's it looks like it's chiseled out of granite. That puts George Clooney to shame. He'd jut that chin out. He'd start tapping it with a finger, and he'd say, "Give me your best shot, big guy," because I'd go down like a ton of bricks. I wouldn't be able to eat solid food for months, maybe ever again. Maybe I'd literally only be be sucking down liquids out of a straw for the rest of my life. Who knows? Maybe I could never never treat you people to the beautiful stylings, the soothing sounds of my voice ever again. But at the same time to be able to look at Jimmy Butler across the court of law and know I have him dead to rights. It'd be worth a uh, punishment sweeter than death itself, you know? No, I hate that guy. That guy's just such a phony. But we're, we're going to save that for the blog. LD, before we get into the football, your regular scheduled uh, midweek LD uh, lowdown uh, schedule, let's talk a little Premier League. We're heading into the international break. Uh, I think I'm going to record a podcast maybe this weekend with my Premier League guy Brad talking a little soccer. LD had his first losing weekend uh, on on RideWithLD.com, giving out his Premier League picks. But he but he went two and three, which honestly makes me very excited because when you're when you're eleven and three, you know you're waiting for the for the other side to hit hard. So to go two and three, take the record up a little. Quick math to uh, thirteen and and six. I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. You know what I mean. Coming out of the international break, we're probably going to look at a little bit of a relaxed schedule. I've been giving out five picks a week, I think, the last three, four weeks. But, you know, momentum can change. The uh, The transfer window just ended, so so uh, a lot of teams are going to be doing different things now. So you want to kind of see what's happening. And speaking of the transfer window, LD needs to explain to the old disciples what happened with Arsenal, his Arsenal, the Gooners, the biggest team in North London, the biggest team in England. I know all you people might not care about Arsenal, but like, just listen to this. This is kind of a crazy sports story. Eldi's going to explain this the best you can. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the club Atletico Madrid, the, the third biggest team in Spain after Real Madrid and, and Barcelona. Had some great players over the years. Antoine Griezmann, uh, uh, Diego Costa, uh, Sergio Aguero started his career there, as well as many other strikers, Fernando Torres. Diego Godin, you know, uh, is a defender that, that that was there recently for a very long time. Juan Fran, another defender. You get the gist. I explained way too many Atletico Madrid players. That wasn't the point. But they're, they're a very big club. So Arsenal this summer was, was looking to spend some money. We had to sell players to, to to buy players, right? One one player we were very interested in was a, was a midfielder named Thomas Partey. From Atletico Madrid. Thomas Partey is a, is a player from Africa. He's uh, from the country of Ghana. He's been very successful there. He's 27 years old. Arsenal needed him. We went to Atletico to negotiate. Atletico Madrid said there is a $50 million release clause, You know, euros, pounds, I don't know, whatever, euros, I guess, 50 million euro release clause in his contract. There is no negotiations. Pay the 50 million or you do not get him at all. For those of you who don't know, soccer is a little different. There aren't trades really in soccer. Sometimes you see swap deals, but very rarely. You know, uh, you got to like pay, buy guys out of their contracts, and then you sign them to a contract, and and you pay that money to to his club. It's all it's all financial based, really, rather than like a big free agency type of thing. You don't see free agents happen as much in soccer, but they still do very often. You know, every summer there's a couple free agents. But so anyway, Arsenal Arsenal comes back to Atletico Madrid again uh, later in the summer and, and asks again because we're trying to do a, a double deal for, for both Thomas Partey and another midfielder named Hassan uh, Aour from, from Lyon in France. Atletico Madrid says again, no, we will not negotiate, pay the 50 million pound release clause or you do not get Thomas Partey. So Arsenal decides to start trying to sell some players because obviously Atletico Madrid does not want to negotiate. And by the way, that release clause in that contract, the minute a team pays that, that player's out of that contract no matter what. You know what I mean? I didn't know whether the team wants to give them up or not. It's like a it's like a no-trade clause kind of thing uh, or a player option. The idea is to give the player some power. A player that Arsenal tried to sell was a young defensive midfielder named Lucas Torreira from Uruguay. We had two great offers from Italy for Lucas Torreira in the, in the regions of the, the 20 million euro uh, uh, rate. You know, we, we were trying to get a bidding war going between Fiorentina and Torino. But but funny enough, that same Atletico Madrid really wanted Lucas Torreira. So we go to Atletico Madrid and we say, Atletico Madrid, we want Thomas Partey. You want Lucas Torreira. Why don't we, uh, you know, maybe we send you Lucas Torreira. We send you, uh, you know, money as well because Thomas Partey's worth more. Everyone's happy. No, Atletico Madrid said. You will pay the 50-pound million-pound release clause or you will not get the player. So Austin was like, all right. But then, then Atletico Madrid had to go and stick a, a, a stick in the hornet's nest because Diego Simeone, the Atletico Madrid manager, went to Lucas Torreira and he said, Lucas, we want you so bad in Atletico Madrid. We're in the Champions League. We're such a big deal. We're, we're a big team in Spain. You, you speak Spanish. Like, oh, come play for us. I'm a defensive-minded coach. This is a match made in heaven. Refuse those other offers. Be difficult. Refuse. So Lucas Torreira basically said, "I will only go to Atletico Madrid," and Atletico Madrid was only offering a loan for Lucas Torreira. They said they could not afford to buy him; it had to be a loan. So Arsenal started setting up this loan with Lucas Tur- for Lucas Torreira, and and Arsenal looked like big losers. We were only going to get two million in this loan. There was a strong rumor that there was an eighteen million. Pound uh buy clause saying that that Atletico Madrid, if they were happy with Lucas at the end of the year, could just buy him for 18 million euros, which is a very cheap price for what he could be worth. He's a young player. And 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 Atletico Madrid fans were celebrating online. They were calling Arsenal a small club, Arsenal's poor, Arsenal, oh man, well, Arsenal K isn't as big as Atletico, a party staying, blah, 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 blah. They didn't think, these nincompoops, these dimwits from Madrid did not think that Arsenal, one of the biggest clubs in the world, could afford a 50 million pound release clause. What are you, goddamn kidding me? You want to know what Arsenal did? Arsenal didn't even talk to Atletico Madrid. At 2 a.m. going in to, to, to deadline day, when, when 6 p.m. would be the, the end of the window, we called Thomas Party. We said, Thomas Party, you are going to be a gooner. We want you. You want to come here. And and we went straight to La Liga's office because in Spain it works differently when release clauses are concerned. You don't even need to talk to the club if you don't want to. You just go straight to the league and you pay them. And we went right to La Liga and we said, "Here's 50 million pounds uh, or 50 million euros. We're buying uh, Thomas Partey. Let Atletico Madrid whenever you get uh, let let them know whenever you get the champs." All right. The Atletico Madrid fans were irate. It was amazing, people. LD got banned from the Atletico Madrid subreddit uh, Monday. These people that have been mocking us dared to then say, oh, let us mourn in peace, Tomas. We're losing you. We're losing party. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was great, people. There is few things better in this world than just desserts. You know what I mean? When you ask for something, you know, look, if somebody who's afraid of heights falls to their death, that's not funny. You want to know what is funny? Somebody who doesn't believe in gravity falling to their death. That's called irony, people. But now, as LD often does, we're going to transition from football to football, baby, because the pack. Oh, oh. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, the pack are back. I've never seen anything like this before, people. LD feels like he's being repetitive at this point. And I know some of you at home who don't know the whole situation might think, LD, you're getting this excited about beating the Falcons? Look, Falcons certainly have talent on their team. I heard a billion times in the offseason how many first-round draft picks were on their, on their offense. They're not bad or anything like that. But but at the same time, it's more if they were in a must-win situation, the Packers did not have Kenny Clark, they did not have Rashawn Gary, they did not have Devontae Adams, they didn't have Alan Lazard, Lane Taylor's out for the year. You know, all of this going into a bye week, it was a perfect trap game scenario. And the Packers, they didn't get trapped for a second. They came out swinging and they kept the the gas on the pedal, baby. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm psyched right now. You know, shout out to my guy, rookie uh, tight end from Cincinnati, Josiah DeGora, unfortunately tore his ACL this week. uh, The very end of that game. You hate to see that, but. Man, to go into the bye week four and zero, and and you know, and the Packers division, the NFC North, is in shambles. I'm sorry, my my guys. I mean, LD's got quite a few followers uh, from Minnesota because they they love the Wolves takes. I'm, I'm sorry, my guys. I don't mean to talk shit on on the Vikings right now. LD bet on you guys against the Texans. Producer Nick liked the the Texans more than the Vikings last week, but LD said Vikings. He was right. But, I mean, you guys, you know, Anthony Barr is out for the year. I think Dan Hunter might be coming back. I know he was on that weird three-week short-term IR. I don't know if he's healthy now. But, you know, their team looks to be a bit in shambles right now. The Bears, you know, that, that carriage turned into a pumpkin really fast. And, and the Lions, I, I don't know when they're going to get rid of Matt Patricia. I read a great article this week. It was, you know, about kind of the way that black head coaches seem to have shorter leases than white head coaches. But, but it was this great bit about how – the Detroit free press every week or every year of Dave Caldwell's uh David Caldwell's coaching tenure would like predict him to win six or seven games and then shit all over him. Jim Caldwell, I'm sorry, not David Caldwell, I was thinking of the guy from Stanford, but um You know, uh, uh, you got to think of the fact that, or sorry, uh, what I was saying is that the Detroit Free Press would always say that Jim Caldwell was only going to win six, seven games. That's what they'd predict him to win. He'd win nine every year. And then the Detroit Free Press would criticize him for only winning nine games, which is just pretty crazy. You know, the media. My man Aaron Rodgers was shitting on the media this week. That guy, he, he had that great, great line on the Pat McAfee show about normal quarterbacks, you know, uh, career years being his disappointing ones. And there's certainly truth to that. And and again, I, I want to clarify that I think the Rodgers stuff from the last few years, the, the criticisms weren't unfounded because he certainly wasn't playing like himself. But I think it was a combination of of injuries and that. And Mike McCarthy, I mean, he stinks. Look at what he's doing. That that I'm so happy how bad he's doing in, in Dallas right now because, you know, there were some rumblings last year. Aldi doesn't want to be Ryan Rosillo, who's always fighting the straw man. Ryan Rossillo in the middle of an episode of the Ryan Rossillo show will be like, and there's some guy on Twitter who says that, uh, Steph Curry's bad at shooting threes. I don't mean to be that guy, but like, there were a lot of people last year who started saying in a year where the Packers were 13 and three, I don't know. Was it, was it Mike McCarthy the whole time who, who was the good one? And Aaron Rodgers maybe was, eh, it was crazy. We were transitioning between coaches. You know, we were, last year's system, it was half McCarthy West Coast offense. It was half LaFleur, short, quick, run game, tight ends, all that. I mean, look what big Bob Tanyan's doing right now. Who doesn't love, who does not love a big, burly, white tight end? Can we all be honest? Me and producer Nick, our senior year of high school, we asked our English teacher in the middle of a casual sports uh, discussion, oh, you love the big, burly, white tight end, right? Got very flustered because he was very worried about the racism. The racism uh, implications, and he just go. I I uh, I enjoy uh, tight ends of of all cultures and, and backgrounds. So, got to give him credit for the politically correct there. But now, speaking of producer Nick, let's let's get him in here now to talk about his Eagles, who who uh, I think they're in the division lead right now. But but certainly they're flying high after beating. Beating the, the Niners. they got a tough matchup with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers coming this week. Uh, Nick, Nick, how are we feeling? What's Eagle Nation? What's the pulse like right now? I would say the pulse is, is strong, LD. Uh,
1: it's an exciting time. Uh, division leaders at 1-2-1. and one. Uh, I see a lot of people talking a lot, a lot of talk about how, oh, it's like coming in first place in a kids competition. First place is first place, playoffs is the playoffs That's you know true. that sounds like a bunch of losers that can't get to the top of their division so they want to take it out on the old eagles you know what i'm saying the hunter has become the hunted
0: 30 yeah. years from now if it says philadelphia eagles 2020 2021 division you know when the record books are concerned you know winning a division is winning a division you know what i'm saying like history absolutely. 30 years from now no one's going to remember that the nfc east was a joke for two three years uh, the nfl cyclical like that they'll turn it around at some point absolutely i you know,
1: I, I'm excited. I think I think it was exactly what the doctor ordered. I think they went into San Francisco. I think they look really good. I think that you saw this defense that I've been preaching about. And, you know, you heard me say on the podcast with all of my heart, please bet on the Eagles money line. Don't even take the points. Don't you don't want them. Throw the points in the trash. And the, I know my Eagles. I know my team. I know what they do. I know what they don't do. Okay. I, I, I'm excited. I think that Pittsburgh is is a fraud team. I've been saying that on this
0: podcast. Their, their offense is a bit overrated, but defense is, you know, defense wins championships. And I don't think that defense can be taken lightly right now. I think that Big Ben throws the
1: ball like shot put. I think he's old. I hate Pittsburgh. I hate their fans. Come off the bye
0: week. They're fresh. I, mean, I hate their fans. they are complaining, though, that it's only like half a bye week. And they are the most – oh, my God. Well, we're going to get to so the Pittsburgh. Irritated. I know. Yeah, we're we're going to get to Pittsburgh. Why are we talking Pittsburgh? I, what about the Niners? What, what about Dallas sucking? You where, know, where, where are we love at? Carson Wentz. Carson
1: looked great. I think, I think that one interception really wasn't on him. It was tough. It was a tough
0: break. It was a great play by the linebacker.
1: You know, it happens.
0: Sure, sure, definitely. But let me ask you this. You're a big Colin Coward guy. Didn't Colin oh, Coward God. this week say that, like, Carson once single-handedly won them that game or something? So, Do you think that's right to necessarily a uh, national media guy like Colin Coward, yeah. who doesn't follow the Eagles each and every week, who doesn't have the team's best interest at heart? Do you think it's fair for him to kind of take this narrative and run with it for Carson and kind of discredit what everyone else does just to – you know, uh, paint that broad strokes that the the national media does.
1: So I'm a big fan of Collins. Uh, he's probably my favorite out of all the national media people. I, I think he's the only one that's truly listenable. I think that I like his takes. I like his opinions. I think he's a smart guy. Um, what about Stephen A? He's not listenable. I mean, it, it's more parody. I think that I don't think that Coward is doing a bit. I do think that he. I think he will lean into it sometimes, like with the backwards hat thing. Like I think yeah. he'll lean into something, but I don't. I think for the most part, he means what he says. And I really I like Colin Coward. I watch him every morning. I don't really watch any of the other guys. I'll watch clips because they're funny, but I um I I don't mind I I I don't think it's entirely fair to give Carson all of the credit, but I do think that Carson played a, a great game with what he was given on li- absolute limited practice with these fucking guys that he had out there. I mean, I thought he played a great game. I thought that that was the Carson ones that we know. And the Carson ones that we love, you know, he really, uh, he really did. You know, he put, the, put those guys on his back. He he took them up That he was running the ball. He looked very, very good. He looked like the old Carson ones. I'm not going to knock on this wood right here, but you know, he looked very good. He looked strong. um, I do think that the defense is lights out, man. I, I, they're the leading the league in sacks. I, this defense is very legit. And nobody's they're leading the league,
0: league in sacks? Yes, they are. Who, who's who's compiling all of these sacks?
1: Dismantling the quarterback. Who, who's are, got,
0: like, the most sacks on the Eagles? I think Brandon Graham, but I'm not positive. Okay. A little, little vent production from, from B. Graham. Graham. But I'm not positive. You're not like on that. This, on I would guess. I don't People got to, at this point, be happy that they got Brandon Graham over JPP, No.
1: Yeah, I, I I love Brandon Grant. Yeah. I love Brandon Grant. That was yeah, The Earl Thomas is a, the, a, argument, but but the argument by Earl Thomas. He
0: didn't want to I, I digress. It is crazy how people age in the NFL, you know. Let, let's let's you know, let's let's go on a little bit of a you know, we're always so quick to business on, on on this podcast we do every week. Let's let's go down a rabbit hole real quick. Guys in the NFL, man. They just come and go. Yeah, man. They age like milk. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, like I mean, some guys, you know, like think about like the Javid bests. Of the world, like that dude, that dude was drafted at the end of the first round by the Lions. We traded back in to get him. And then at week two against the Eagles, he had an electric performance back in like 08, 09. I remember watching we, we were down at the, the Wildwood Boardwalk, wet and wild weekend when that when that was. I'll never forget watching it in that back room. And uh, stinking, uh, stinking Javid Bessett gets like a concussion in week eight, gone. David Wilson running back from the New York Giants. That was uh, Virginia Tech another speed those those Darren Sproles types I, I could i i can name three darren sproles types right now javid best uh david wilson jonathan franklin all three of them did not last a year in the nfl can't
1: maybe lasted one at most can't forget about the Nell
0: yeah but all those i mean all those guys were drafted a little earlier i just mean it in the sense that like i don't know it just shows you that you can't just slot these guys in like that you know yeah i mean uh we had the conversation the other day I- Remember the guy from
1: Detroit that used to do the touchdown dances? Oh, Joseph, Joseph Fury. Yeah, I like yeah. that guy. The he dancing. Was man. He was funny. I like that guy. He used to do these fun those funny dances. Yeah, yeah,
0: like the evolution, like, like some just very pronounced gyrations. You know what I mean? Some he would really kind of just just yeah. show off. And, I, I and, liked him. Dude, even uh, think of like receivers, Hakeem Nix. That guy was like a beast. That guy had like 100, over 100 catches a, in, in one year and like was consistently good. That dude was at like age of like 28. He couldn't get separation anymore. An
1: extremely fascinating story is the one of Victor Cruz. And, oh, yeah. He's another uh, I, one. I, I could give a little homework. Uh, there's a great video on YouTube about I believe it's called What Happened to Victor Cruz. Uh, it's by a guy named Flimlo Raps. Uh, he's wonderful YouTube, wonderful YouTube uh, creator. Uh, he did a great video on the career of Victor Cruz because, man, he was really good for, like, two years. And it kind of shows that, like, you know, once you get an injury, man, you
0: might never come back. Yeah, oh, no, definitely, definitely. And do you know what else I he always think dominated funny? He the Eagles. Is, you know, there's this big, like, garbage bin of what-if guys that, like, were fire for, like, near Super Bowl teams that went to the Super Bowl and missed and then were just never – like, Vic Beasley led the NFL in sacks that year the Falcons went on a run – like was never anywhere close to like a, a dominant, let alone honestly even all that impactful of a, of an edge rusher in the NFL again like that. I've you know, he's I mean? on a different team now. I remember. One- yeah, yeah, no, no, he's on the he's on the Titans now. They did not resign him. The uh, the he would have been up for like his quote unquote big extension. and yeah. he did not get that because he I was just, interested in the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, chance. he's he's the kind of guy you'd think of giving a chance to. You know, yeah, exactly. Him?
1: He knows one of those like uh low floor, high ceiling. Yeah, type yeah. Signings.
0: I feel like those guys, the, I don't know. Another type of guy that I don't like much, and this will be kind of the end of our tangent here, is I don't like dudes who fall too much out of nowhere in draft day. Like, like an example is I remember Daquan Bowers, you know, Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys fell out, of, you know, were supposed to be like top 10 picks, got picked up like late in the second, early like round. You know, sometimes some of those guys, I can think of another guy, Jesse Williams, defensive tackle from from Alabama, that was back in my draft Nick days. Mackenzie Alexander, a guy that, that was just on the Vikings and I think is somewhere else now. He might be on the Browns. Uh, I think I'm wrong on that, but but I'm not sure where he is. But but like both of those guys were supposed to be first-round picks and ended up going in the fifth round. Mackenzie Alexander ended up being pretty good, but Jesse Williams like never made it out of camp. Louis Nix third, nose tackle from Notre Dame, was supposed to be a first-round pick, went to the third round of the Texans. These people will be like, we got a first-round pick in the third round. This is amazing. And it always turns out like the, that. Only the draft online draft community liked them. The, all the GMs and we stunk, and like that's the reason why no one took
1: them. I mean, i you, don't even need to go that far. You just think of DK Metcalf when no, the second but, round. No, well,
0: that's different. DK Metcalf was a beast.
1: No, but the, I, mean, what I'm saying, I know. I said go the other way. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, the like, there way, are just, like, it's, it's the analy- It's, it's yeah. these, these draft guys, you know, they're like, oh, this guy's the best. This guy's the best. And then, you know, he stinks. And then they're like, oh, this guy, he
0: can't run around the cones. And then it turns yeah, out, yeah, no, they he do can actually do everything. Things a lot. I'm trying to think of some more kind of no bright like guys that slid that were sort of, you know, what's funny? And I'll, like, JJ Watt went in the 10th round, ra- or not the 10th round. I'm sorry. That was dumb. He went 10th overall in the first round. But I remember just being like, this guy's the perfect 3 4 defensive end. That was right when the NFL was was hot and heavy for, for the 3-4. You know what I mean? Which which is my second favorite. You know, we had that like run, we had the read option big, big streak after Kaepernick dominated that year with the Niners, but I'll never forget the Wildcat year. You remember that when 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 the Dolphins with Ronnie Brown were good and Ricky Williams were like good with the they used the Wildcat to like make the playoffs one year and then the next like two years, every team thought they needed have some sort of wildcat package. Oh, man. The Those... Eagles do it
1: now. It drives me insane.
0: Well, well I they, mean, they, at they least you guys play. do it with an actual I say, it's with Jalen I mean, Hurts. Yeah. I don't know why the Bears don't do that more with Trubitsky. Trubitsky's the kind of guy, he's bigger, where, like, he's not super fast, but, like, he can certainly take some hits. They you know really, what I mean? They
1: hate him in Chicago. Like, the, the coaches. Like, they, he's, like, the third string now. I gotta feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel
0: bad for him. Like nice I, I, I mean, honestly, Mahomes... Mahomes is the one that I think is being treated a little too much like a no-brainer, where like, you know, Texas A and or Texas Tech Guy, you know, the inflated, the air rate, all this and that. Deshaun Watson was the guy or personally I don't understand why they didn't take him. I
1: actually agree with you hundred percent, and I don't think Mahomes is Mahomes without Andy Reid. Yeah, I do. And I do think I Mahomes
0: is one of those guys, a lot like Aaron Rodgers, where like you really got to look at like he at everything that he got that went along with with his team. You know, you, you don't know <laughs> if without that chip on his shoulder, without this and that, if he'd be you know what what he was. But let, let's start transitioning over to the picks here by looking at uh, you know this Thursday night game. So we start Thursday night with the Bucks minus three and a half at the Bears. We've got um, I know I know the Bears um, the Bears are three and one right now, but they're a big fraud three and one. How they ended up taking the the Colts last week. I think uh, all the way at the minus three, which they ended up at at the very end, but. Um, you know the 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 Bucks also did, did they did they end up losing to the Chargers last week? No, no, they ended up coming from behind and winning. I think the Bucks only lost to date so far has been that one week one to the Saints. So they're three and one. I mean, I they really haven't beaten anyone or looked too convincing doing it. But that's exactly how I felt about the Colts last week. You know, I, I definitely don't think the Bucs are frauds. I just think they're a good team that, that's getting together a little early. You know, right now it's early in the season. They all still got to get together. Although I think like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans are like all out. Like like I think there's a lot of injuries. But but then again, that's a big, you know, injuries. Sometimes I feel like injuries uh, end up just getting kind of the novice better to flood the opposite side and then it becomes kind of easy picking. So, like, what, what do you think coming into this game? Um, I,
1: I, I mean, I, I can't in good faith bet the bears plus three and a half. I
0: just, that's not enough points. Um, what happened to that defense, man? I don't know, but that defense used to be, was so good for exactly one year. They lost Leonard, Leonard Floyd to, uh. To, to the Rams, and they lost Adrian Amos to the Packers, uh, and then they just had, I don't know, I guess they don't have all the, like Khalil Mack, he was, he was a monster that one year where the, where the Bears looked like the team to beat, you know, and and I just feel like we haven't seen that same kind of nastiness from that Bears defense since.
1: Yeah, uh, the over in this game is 44. Uh, I would definitely take that over. I don't think that the Tampa Bay defense has been all that great. I mean, a lot of teams have been scoring a lot. I think Nick Foles is going to put some points on the board. I think last week was a bit hard to watch I think that they were pretty yeah, it's tough to week. see
0: that two weeks in a row yeah
1: I, I, the over 44 to me is a no-brainer but I, I um I don't know I, I guess I like the Bucks. I, I don't really like either team I don't think the Bucks are very good I, I I don't think I think that Tom Brady
0: is kind of getting bailed out by his weapons right now uh it is funny how he transitioned from like all of these you know, like system guys that, that were designed for the, you know, all these slot receivers and yeah. these guys for this very, very specific kind of thing he had in in New England. And like now he just has these monster athlete, like top receivers tight. I mean, you know, O.J. Howard, certainly not the total package, but he was a five star recruit to Alabama who was in the first round. But like, like the yeah. dude's a unit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's he kind is of funny, the, the guys. Either. Oh, is he now? Yeah, he tore Achilles, I think. Oh, damn. You hate to see that. I mean, yeah. and, and even I though really that – out of college. Yeah, they still have Cam Brayton. They have, uh, you know, with Gronk, who I know Gronk isn't, you know, uh, uh, the, the great man Moon necessarily anymore. But but sure. still, it's, it's talent in the room. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I would – Gun to my head, I guess I'd have to take the bucks minus three and a half, but but I definitely don't want to bet this game. I, I mean, the Bears lost last week, but they're also like three and one when they have no no right to be in the world. And I do think wide receiver is one of those positions where you can kind of have guys be hurt, and it's not the not 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 the end all be all, you know. Yeah, over forty four. Right, that's all I like. Nothing else. All right, we now have the Eagles uh, plus seven and a half at Pittsburgh. Uh, Nick, I, I have a strong feeling. I know which way you're going with this one. Yeah, it's 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 absolute fucking no brainer. I
1: mean, like I, I don't understand. I like the Eagles are back. Like I don't understand. Like I don't know what else I need to tell you. I know that they're allowing limited fans in the stadium. I say people think that might make a difference. Like five thousand fucking stupid Yinzers. What are
0: they gonna do? What are they gonna do? I don't like the phrase Yinzer because I don't like to pretend like Pittsburgh is like an important enough region to have its own designated like term. Oh my god, Pittsburgh. Like people from Philly don't even like Philadelphia is obviously, and this is just statistically speaking, much larger than Pittsburgh. Yeah, and like you know what are people from Philly? Philadelphians. You know what I mean? Like, like there's not some, some, what are we, John's? I don't know. Like, like there's nothing like that. I I just, I don't need a specific term for people from Pittsburgh. They they have steel. That's their identity. They have sandwiches with French fries on That's a weird thing too. I've I've never tried that that before. I've been to that actually, one one time. I I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of potato chips on sandwiches or on burgers. I imagine the fries could be kind of good. Like, like. If you mixed fries in with like a cheesesteak or like you know kind of something with like that shredded meat, the right kind of way, I could imagine it being good. But if you're just dumping them on on it, like I can't imagine it's all that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm
1: uh, I'm I'm vegan. I don't know okay. if the crowd knows that, but I, I the Capicola sandwich that that is that's good stuff. I'm not gonna. Not going to lie. That's At the Manny Brothers? The Manny Brothers,
0: yeah. Capricola. You weren't vegan when you went there. The no, no, Capricola's that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no I'm saying option. I'm
1: vegan now. Yeah, 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 but Capricorn. Oh, not. wait, so no. the Capricola is non-vegan. No no, 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 I said I'm vegan now, but okay. when I was there. Capricola. Okay, I thought I thought
0: you were like just revealing that's that off the copy or your head you knew what the name of their 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 vegan sandwich was. No, 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 there. no, They don't have
1: any vegan yeah. things. I don't think
0: Pittsburgh people even know what that is. Yeah.
1: Western PA is an absolute dump It's disgrace to the state.
0: You know how people love... Like like nostalgia. Yeah. How is the metal the metal lunch like the lunch pail from like old school how's that not made a comeback? I don't know. I could if start. I have a kid, I'm sending him to school with a metal lunch I mean, that's gonna weigh his back. Yeah, imagine his legs though, the strengthening, you know. Yeah, what I but mean? I feel
1: like kids will start hitting each other with it and stuff. And yeah, that's all not things. my problem, that's the lunch aids, you know, yeah. job. Eagles plus seven and a half here is an absolute no-brainer. I got I put up a couple stats actually if you want to hear Let's hear your stats. So I'm gonna do from 2017. I know Doug was hired in 2016, but I think the first year for any head coach is a bit of a figuring out year. So, you know, since Doug Peterson, after since 2017 under Doug Peterson, the Eagles are 13 and 8 against the spread as underdogs, and they're 12 and 9 outright as underdogs. Um you saw this team absolutely obliterate Pittsburgh that one time they came into the link under Doug Peterson as well. Uh, that was with one of the best offenses I can even remember with uh, a little guy named uh, Antonio Brown uh, and a guy oh, named uh, Le'Veon really Bell. Yeah, that remember guy those guys? Now, uh, they were a absolute unit. Uh, I think Doug is going to have his boys ready to go. I think the Eagles are definitely going to cover seven and a half. I mean, I'm not going to make you play the money line or anything. I'm probably going to play the money line. But uh, seven and a half is way too big. I mean, the Eagles defense is is good. Ben Ben Alvesberger throws the ball like a shot put. Their wide receivers aren't the great man move. I mean, Juju's solid. But these other guys aren't really that great. I I like the Eagles' chances this week. I think that they're feeling good in the building. I saw that Carson was wearing his hat forwards at his press conference today. I think that they look good. I think that they're going to definitely play this game hard. I I don't – I don't. They might not win. I. You can't convince me that they're not going to win on any week. Maybe next week against the the Ravens. But I. I
0: cannot imagine them losing by more than a touchdown here. They're going to play them hard. I mean, I. I will say from like a gambling logic standpoint, I did just today see something where like. Big Ben was all like, oh, uh, 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 uh. like, I, we didn't get, like, a real bye week. We we found out in the middle. I, uh, uh, Like, I, I could see them being, like, a bit, like, flustered here, a bit, a bit out of sync, you know? Who, who knows? Yeah. You know, monitor that. I, I would definitely say, like, the Pittsburgh defense against the Eagles offensive line and, like, like, is anyone coming back right now for the – like, Goddard, Rager, oh, all whoa. those guys, hell Deshaun, be, they're all, like, be, hurt,
1: right? Be. L D doesn't think that JJ
0: Ortega Whiteside's
1: not gonna be back this week. He is. He'll Was be- he out injured?
0: I just thought he like wasn't playing.
1: No, he shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't be allowed to play. And genuinely. And I, I genuinely mean that. I would rather have the other guys, the young guys out there. I like these guys. Yeah, but himself. like so so
0: is anyone back? No,
1: JJ Arthega Whiteside's gonna be back.
0: Okay, but not Goddard, not no, any of those Gar- other. Goddard's names. actually hurt. Yeah, he'll okay. be back.
1: He'll be back at some point.
0: Yeah, you know, Rager, but- though, Deshaun, all those guys are no, out. Right? You
1: you can look at Alshon possibly next week. I know he's the, Alshon and Deshaun practice this week. They're being more careful with Deshaun because he's made of glass. Uh, Isn't this the last year, Deshaun's deal? I don't know. I hope so. God damn, I need him to go away. But, um, yeah, Eagles, too hooked on nostalgia. But plus seven and a half. I really like him. Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. uh, I know I've been sitting on here shitting on him a lot, but I, I think he's a great quarterback. I think they're going to play really seven and well. a
0: half is a lot. I don't like Pittsburgh's offense. Uh, yeah,
1: Big Ben's a disgusting fatso going up against the best defense in
0: football statistically,
1: yeah, uh. and he well, who have you uh, got? also throws I, the ball. The like Ra- shot I mean, put. the Rams
0: are good. Washington stinks, and they destroyed you guys. That was—I mean—that was the only time Dwayne Haskins looked good all year. He's benched now, which I agree. You know, No, okay, well, we're not going to do that right now, but but. You know, I, I just think that, that the Eagles having – like that defense, they stopped Nick Mullins. You know, Jared Goff is all right. They played well against him. They played well against Dwayne Haskins and, and Joe Burrow. I mean, Cincinnati looks all right, huh? You know, nah. Cincinnati's okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like teasing the, the Steelers down to about a pick them, but, but if, if I got to pick them like this, I don't like the Steelers getting that many points. But I don't think the Eagles are going to win. I do like the Cardinals, minus seven, which is the next game. Uh, LD bet on the Cardinals last week, foolishly, against the Panthers. You know, LD, sometimes he's an idiot. Sometimes LD himself is kind of a moron. You know, as much as I like to to lift myself up into my ivory tower and cast down my gaze upon all you fools down on the streets, sometimes I myself am among you. Because like I love the Panthers uh, this year, I think they're very undervalued and underrated. And like I, I, yet for some odd reason, like I just I just bet against them last week. But I, I think the Cardinals are a pretty solid team. I think they're looking to take advantage of of you know the the Niners fall from grace with all their injuries. The Rams and the the Seahawks are certainly still making that division very competitive. Uh, the Jets are awful. The Jets stink. Their defense sucks. Their quarterback sucks. Their offense sucks. They have absolutely well, they're starting nothing. Starting to go Flacco this week. Okay, like, yeah, okay, their, their defense sucks, their quarterback sucks, their offense sucks, their offensive line sucks, their weapons suck. The Jets are, are abysmal. The Like, this, the, the Jets this year are one of the worst teams I've seen in a very long time. And honestly, I don't like shooting on the Jets. I hate – I like the Jets. No, like, I just hate, when, you know, not, oh, they're the Browns, they're but the Jets, you know, that sort of thing. But, like, the Jets are so goddamn bad this year.
1: I respect the Jets. I like their jerseys. I like their fans. I like uh, – shout out Fireman Ed. True. Uh, I know, fact, Fireman
0: Ed's a fraud. He left when the when the get one was was back. I respect any team that spells out their
1: team name in their song. Sure. And, like that. J-E-T-S, and the colors like are similar, that. fine. But, similar. but like, like
0: I'm just saying, you know, I, so, yeah, I, I yeah. just think the Cardinals are going to look to put on a show – Kyler Murray's going to be throwing the ball a lot. hoo ha! You know, throwing throwing it to D. D. Hopkins, all that. Uh, I just think they're they're going to absolutely try. I think Chandler Jones and those guys are going to eat the New York Jets apart for breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: Yeah, they also have uh, Jordan Hicks, former Eagle, who's just an
0: absolute monster at linebacker. Yeah, no, I mean that's kind of a no brainer,
1: which makes me think this is too much of a no brainer. I, I imagine. this is I mean, seven's
0: a lot of points. The Cardinals oh, okay. lost last week. The Cardinals aren't that good.
1: No, but I mean, like. You think that the Cardinals are if seven this... points better than the Jets, but the Steelers are seven and a half points better than the Eagles? That doesn't make any
0: sense. The Jets are the worst team in football. Yeah, Besides but like, parents, but like, this game would be weird to me. If it was like five and a half. Like, it's not in a weird zone, weird enough place to make me nervous. A full touchdown is a lot. Seven with the Jets to me is always going to be weird. But with Joe Flacco, I, I don't, I don't
1: like it. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. Well,
0: but now see. we have another seven. We we have the Rams favored by more than a touchdown, seven and a half against the Washington football team. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has been benched for Kyle Allen. You know, look, LD's a white guy. The only minority group LD can can profess himself to is the Italians, which, which you know. The most oppressed uh, minority. I mean, people, have you ever seen the way that, that, like, Irish people will still try to watch the Sopranos? It's sick. Yeah. You know, that new game Among Us is all making, oh, the mob, they kill people. Yeah, that's my culture, asshole. But, you know. On top of that, away from that, I do think sometimes some black quarterbacks kind of get yanked a little early. Absolutely, man. Like Kyle Allen stinks.
1: Allen stinks out loud. And for
0: like a spreads. minute last year, the Carolina Panthers were like, "Oh, who needs Cam Newton?" We like, like just Cam Newton in general. Like, look at him this year. Like he, no one, the Bears didn't want him. The, the no one wanted him. He, you know, I I think it was kind of dumb of the 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 Colts to invest so much money in Phillip Rivers when they had Jacoby Brissett. And I just think Dwayne Aston certainly has much more promise, more physical tools than 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 stinking Kyle Allen. And like like Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is way worse than Dwayne. Daniel oh, Jones yeah, hasn't absolutely. done anything. I, I Daniel love- Jones has not done anything. I've not heard one person say, like, man, this guy sucks at a national level recently. I said it last week. His entire reputation is based on the fact that he let it come back against the Bucks and that people hated hated the Browns and, and were so excited to just point and laugh at Baker Mayfield last year. Yeah, no, I, I, I
1: like Dwayne Haskins. I actually think he's a great quarterback. I, I'm not a, I mean, great quarterback's a bit of stretch, but I think he's I think he's got a lot of the physical tools. I, I I thought he had a pretty nice head on his shoulders. I thought he was a pretty – You got to give think these he's young a guys time. Made. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was a bad decision maker. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the way he was playing with what he has. I mean, what Terry McLaurin? I guess. I mean, yeah, like Terry
0: McLaurin's nice. He's not. He's not Julio Jones. Like I, this guy. What does this guy have? Absolutely
1: ridiculous that they were putting him on the bench. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that being said, the Rams' offensive line is abysmal, and we saw them do this to the Eagles. So I actually, I know we said we were going to kind of try and swear off the football team. But I can see this being one of those weird ones where it's like, oh, Kyle Allen came in from the rescue, you know? Oh, wow, Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, turns into this whole fucking shamu. I I take seven and a half with the football team over the Rams, just because their their offensive line is bad and I I, they got a good they got a good defense.
0: Look, the Rams didn't cover last week. Uh, they, 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 you know, they lost a week before to Buffalo. I I just think at the end of the day, seven and a half's a lot. The Rams, the Rams kind of remind me of the Packers last year where like the record's nice right now and they like really haven't screwed up or anything. But, but I, I, I'm not overly impressed by anything they've done, anyone they've beaten, any scores they've put up, anything like that. You know what I mean? So seven and a half is a lot of points. I personally don't know if I can bet on the Washington football team. I mean, I'm not,
1: I'm not going to put any real money on this, but I, You're would, take, I that, would take Washington. you that is Washington. where you'd go? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, maybe nah, – I, I also – I really do think Kyle Allen stinks. And and, and normally sometimes I'm just changing the quarterback, even for that one week kind of provides a spark. But but I think I might kind of tease the Rams with the Steelers and make both of those games pick em. So I know you won't like that Steelers one. But, but you know, a few times on this podcast I've teased uh, the dogs because I do like getting all the points. But sometimes I just think – you know, there's some favorites that really speak out to me, and I, I just got to jump on them and, and kind of turn them into pickums to get that extra security. Next, we're looking at uh, the Jags plus six at the Texans. Nick, you said this is your mortal lock of of the oh, absolutely, mm-hmm, which mortal lock that, that's now become the ubiquitous phrase in the gambling industry. What does that really mean? If you think, of, what is a I mortal mean, it's like lock?
1: Your best bet, I guess. But
0: mortal does not mean guaranteed. It means I don't know. vulnerable. I, I, like 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 if you're a mortal, that means you can die. Like if anything, it, it's the opposite. I don't know, but the Texans are going to win by a hundred
1: thousand points. They might.
0: They might. Yeah, I I bet. Points. I much like how I bet against the Cardinals last week, and and you know, kind of was like, Eww. I I bet on the Jags last week and was horribly, horribly disappointed. Like I, the Jags are my new football, Washington football team, where I just have been like, the Jags aren't that bad. Take the points. Take the points. The Jags stink. You know, DJ Chark was back last week. He balled out, and the Jags still lost. Uh, you, you know, uh, to, to the measly Bengals, and the Bengals didn't even look that good. Like, like thinking uh, uh, the the Jags' defense is is banged up too. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you got to be all all over the uh, the Texans in this one. I agree. This is perfect situation, perfect opponent. The Jags are going to be picking in the top three of the draft again this year.
1: Yeah, they 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 started. Oddly hot. That's just been all cold. Since. I do like
0: James Robinson though. That kid, that kid's a good running back.
1: Yeah, he's he's played really well for
0: them. Yeah, yeah. He can catch it. He can he runs with some oomph too. Uh now, now we have the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders plus 13 at the Chiefs. I was all over the Vegas Raiders last week in teases. Um, and it came down to the very wire. They were fumbling, dude. Like There was literally, like, three fumbles by them in the last, like, three minutes. And they, like, recovered two of them. But one of them, they they had the three and out them on the other end. But, like, it was it was heart-pounding. It was great, though, because the tees actually mattered for once. But we got the Raiders plus 13 at the Chiefs. Now, Nick, you were a big – the Chiefs are on a separate planet from everyone else, even though the Green Bay Packers just set a record for most touchdowns without any turnovers through this many weeks in the NFL season – the Chiefs kind of stunk last week, even though they beat the Patriots. Uh, what, what do you got to say about all that?
1: Yeah, I think they got their stinker out of the way. Uh, I think that would have been a difficult game with Cam Newton, who I absolutely Cam. love. Cam. Cam, one of my favorite players in the league. Love, Cam. love I think the cool thing. Hair. I think I didn't hate the Patriots. I think I just hated Tom Brady. I, I like like the Patriots. I think Bill Belichick is kind of funny. Like I he's love Cam. Him. I, I I love Cam. I think he's like the coolest player in the league. Um, I I I think the Chiefs got their stinker out of the way. I think a lot of people are going to hammer the Raiders because I think that the Raiders play hard, and I, I'll never t- – when you play hard, I love that. I love that. Sh- I eat that shit up. But Raiders I, do play hard. I do they, like they that. They play hard, but I think the Chiefs got their stinker out of the way. They're at home. They have fans there. They're going to be coughing all over each other. Give me the Chiefs.
0: Plus 13 is a lot. Yeah. Know, yeah, the Raiders too. They just don't have the talent though. I, I feel on that. Now, now we have the Panthers plus one and a half at the Falcons. I don't mean this. You know, in a vacuum. I don't mean this in general, because I can understand going into this year. What? How was Dan fired? Not been fired. How, how did Bill O'Brien get fired before Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn's zero four. I like Dan. I know. What do it's
1: t- I like Dan you. You like football. Dan Quinn
0: based on no. See, you like to, uh, You wouldn't like Dan Quinn if he was your football coach. No, I
1: certainly wouldn't.
0: Okay, so then okay. Right now, take it back. You do not like Dan Quinn. No. You like to laugh at Dan Quinn. I guess.
1: I mean, I, I like Dan Quinn.
0: No, yeah. you don't. We like just established. He's a nice
1: guy. He like a nice
0: guy. He... Okay, who seems like a bad guy then? I don't know. People they like him. They played hard. No, they I don't. don't. Know why. They're
1: Owen four. Yeah, well, their defense is
0: really bad, dude. The Packers took the game off last week, and hey, maybe they should have cut Desmond Trufant. Then, like, what do you? Hmm. Okay, so you're taking the Falcons Absolutely. minus one and a half? I, they got to win at some point. Yeah, I mean, they do, so I don't want to bet. That was my point. I, I'm going to bet on the Falcons, too, to be honest. But Dan Quinn sucks. Stop pretending like you like Dan I Quinn. like the
1: Panthers, though. I don't want to say – I don't want to slander the I Panthers. I love
0: Teddy Bridgewater. I, I like Matt Rule.
1: love Matt Rule. Absolutely. Well, McCaffrey's Panthers,
0: coming back this year, right? Yeah, I think so. They're they're
1: building something – I think they're building something nice in Carolina. I don't I don't think it's – Yeah, it's it's it is – uh,
0: Actually, okay, you know what? I'm taking the Panthers. Because the Falcons, they're 0-4. They're not coming back at this point. There is no, oh, they're going to play for the coach, for his job, for this and that. Like, the Falcons are done. They're buried. Julio's hurt too, I think. They're, they're done. You know what? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you just saw LD's first on-air 180. LD is famous for his 180s. He goes from believing something with his truest of convictions, with heart and with soul, and then he believes the other... I'm all over the Panthers, one and a half. I, I just tattooed it onto my skin with, with a butcher's knife. I, I am all over the Panthers, plus one and a half. That is now my lo- immortal lock of the week. Panthers, I'll, I'll, I'll plus stick. one and a half. I'll stick with the Falcons.
1: You, you were something.
0: really in awe of that change there. but yeah. Now we have the Dolphins, plus nine at the Niners. I think Devontae Parker is questionable now. I saw that he's hurt. Dude, is awesome yeah i mean that, that guy is, is the kind of i know i said earlier that you know receivers aren't the kind of guys that normally change bets for me but he is the sort of guy on the right sort of team more like he's just a target monster you know what i mean he gets the ball fed to him all this and that well what do you think of this matchup having just watched the niners player eagles last week
1: i i that this niners team has beat the giants and the jets without jimmy g i don't i i said it last week it, these quarterbacks are awful. You got nine points. You got to take nine points. Like that's, that's too many. Yeah, players. but the Dolphins
0: also have I don't Ryan care. Fitzpatrick I don't is awful.
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick will score on this. You know, if if uh, absolutely slumping Carson Wentz with nobody playing wide receiver can score on this team, I think that I think that hopefully uh,
0: Matt Collins of yeah, the it. Dolphins.
1: I mean, I guess what nine points is too many points. Give me the Dolphins or the Niners. You mean? Oh well, wait, no, 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 you no, know I the want Dolphins. You yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. so know the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why. I did not to but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just ah. This is a We're really. Sleeping. It's sad. This I... is a real lackluster week between the the bye week guys that are out, and then just uh, with with the the. You told me just now that the Titans Bills game might be canceled, right? Yeah, something about COVID. I don't really know. I mean, I did you. I saw this earlier that apparently the Titans. Like, pro- like broke protocol and just got together this yeah, week. Yeah, they, they
1: may make him for. They may make him forfeit because of that. That's what it was. Honestly, they
0: probably should because of that. Because, like, look, not. LD is not you know Mister COVID. He's not one of Clay Travis's vaunted Corona Bros. LD's mom has has a history of bad asthma, so he personally has taken a, a Corona seriously. He he thinks like things like sporting events, like like he thinks fans should be there for the most part because it's open. It's very easy to space out a little bit. All that, like you know, he's very like. You know, go with the flow with it all. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any kind of agenda, this or that. But like, honestly, that that's like, this is what pisses me off with the Titans thing. It's like, I remember when Corona first started getting real hot in the streets and there was talk like, oh, do we have to do March Madness without fans? I was like, give me March Madness without fans over no March Madness at all. Easy, you know? Same thing with the Titans. It's like, hey, assholes. Like, we all wanted football. We all demanded football and we got football and it's been awesome. You just had positive Corona tests. Like, Take do whatever the protocol is. You know, tweak this nor like what the what the fuck do you mean you're just gonna you're gonna just hang out anyway and pra like what? And and guess what? Today they got two more positive things. Like it's almost like It's almost like the virus is contagious. Well yeah, it's just like I that's just what I'm saying is like and, and now, you know, we're, we're missing this awesome Titans-Buffalo game, and it might affect, you know, the rest of the scheduling uh, this this year. I don't know. I hope they have to forfeit. I, I Yeah, I would Buffalo. like them to forfeit, honestly, if, if that's what happens. But I, I would most like the game to happen and for, you know, them to like – I mean, this – you know, I know I talked Premier League earlier, but Arsenal as a player, uh, Kieran Tierney, very valuable to the squad. He was with Scottish national team on, on international break. They were playing friendly games. They're recalling all of these guys from different leagues that are playing in different countries to play goddamn exhibition games. And guess what? Somebody on the Scotland team got, got Corona. And, and now, like, all of these guys in these different leagues and in these different countries now have to quarantine because they were playing a friendly game, an exhibition game, and, and people got infected. It's like, can't we just streamline this process a little bit and not do stupid shit so the the games can just happen and they can be played and they can be watched and they can be enjoyed you know what i mean that's just how i feel at least all right now uh, this is going to be a real conundrum for you because we have the giants plus nine and a half at the cowboys and you've been betting against both of these teams all week and your rule was to bet against both so who are you betting against here
1: um uh. I I got to I got to go up against the Giants. I uh, I yeah, I the Giants are right
0: are awful. I like I like the Cowboys and, a lot in this one as well. Yeah, I, that, the Cowboys are a good offense. I mean, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, they got embarrassed by Cleveland last week. They're going to be here to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a prototypical Cowboy win. They're going to win. They're going to gloat on the social media. Eagles might <laughs> lose, but they're probably not going to. And then you'll see like the whole like oh oh man, the, uh, look at the Eagles. Like, all right, look at the Eagles. Look, we're in first place now. We them boys. You know, it's like Mike McCarthy. Like, oh, we finally got. It. They're playing the worst team in the history of football. Plus nine, nine, minus nine and a half. Nine and a half isn't enough. The Cowboys are going to absolutely blow them off, off the field. Giants are genuinely going to go on at 16. I'm going to stay by that. Week, and when week 16 comes around, and you guys are going to be, like, wow, Nick, you were really right. And they're not going to draft Trevor Lawrence because they're stupid and they're poorly run and they're an absolute joke. Um, Give me the Cowboys minus nine and a half because even if not, I'll be happy if the Giants win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you certainly uh, said it all right there. I think I think the uh, the the Giants are absolutely atrocious, and I think the Cowboys are the exact kind of team that are trying to kind of feed on the bad teams. You know, the the garbage teams, the, the Giants were bad when they had Saquon Barkley. Now they don't have anything. I think this is the kind of game where the Cowboys defense is going to get to strut around a little bit and pretend like they're half decent, even though they know they aren't. And uh, at the end of the day... Uh, I, I definitely like the Cowboys in this straight. I'm going to tease the Cowboys with those games I mentioned earlier to, to try to lower the lines, but but I think the Cowboys are going to walk away with this one. Uh, no ifms or buts, no problems, uh, nothing to speak of.
1: And then week after that, they have the Cow- they have the uh, Cardinals on Monday night, and the Cardinals are absolutely embarrassing. them. So Who you know, the Cowboys
0: we're talking yeah, about here?
1: They'll lose to Kyler Murray. Like they're they're they'll win this game. They'll think everything's back to normal, but they have two tough games up against the Philadelphia Eagles that are not played yet. And then, the, then we're going to see who
0: what this division's really made out of. And then uh, after that, we have the Colts minus two at Cleveland. Now, this one's really interesting to me because I haven't rated the Colts well all year, except for this past week when I bet them against the Bears. And the Colts are a team much like the Niners that you were mentioning earlier, where they, like, haven't run into anyone good at all yet. You know what I mean? Like, they really have not have not they have beaten up they lost to the Jaguars which which is why i rated the Jaguars this whole time and then they've beaten the bears uh the the Colts have also beaten maybe Houston uh you know they they certainly haven't done done anything too impressive they beat the Vikings I know that that's that's for a fact and the Vikings are trash this year but at the same time I mean Cleveland Cleveland's impressed they they got beaten bad by Baltimore week 1 uh Cleveland's 3 and 1 now and each week they kind of uh, are, are a bit nerve-wracking towards the end of the the games. And, you know, they beat, uh uh the Washington football team, obviously we, we know now isn't all that good. They beat the Bengals, who wasn't very good, and they beat the uh, the Cowboys last week. But at the same time, I, I don't know. Uh, I think Cleveland's been r- waiting to get hot for a while. But I think Nick Chubb's out in that game. Cleveland's secondary's been real banged up. I think I might just stick with the Colts minus two here. What do you think?
1: I, I actually really like Cleveland in the spot. I like them at home. Um, I think they're a good home team.
0: Do you know about the fans there, if they have limited fans? I believe Ohio does have limited Ohio's fans. Ohio's kind of a red state. That's honestly yeah, what I base yeah, it on. me too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not really – nothing can play football, but that's really honestly how the way
0: it is. Oh, like, yeah, no, because so. I'm not judging. Like I said earlier, yeah, yeah, I think, no, I think totally. the, fan, the
1: fans should be out that's there. Why those, just, that's why that's those losers in Pittsburgh are going to be there. Also. Yeah. But maybe, maybe Mayor Kenny will let us come next weekend and I'll be there. Because mm-hmm. we can beat the uh, – Yeah, you go to a lot of games. Yeah, I'm a big fan. To say the least <laughs> beat the uh, beat the ravens hopefully but uh uh yeah i uh, i love the browns in this spot i think that they're really good i i don't think that they're getting the credit that they they deserve i think kevin stefanski to me has proven to be a good head coach um i think he's kind of got i think he's kind of gotten through to baker mayfield i think that you know they have a lot of weapons you know baker has a lot of guys he's almost like dak where he's very blessed with a lot of weapons um he doesn't have to be Amazing. But I mean, they still have Kareem Hunt as the running back. Like they they have two running back ones for some godforsaken reason. I don't know why, but I think Kareem Hunt beat a woman and and got released and yeah, I mean, but the they still the have line. two Like, you know Running backs That would start on any team Well, so, Chubbs out Like I said I know, I know, but oh, I'm, so saying, like, saying that's I'm saying Like, it doesn't sense matter sense. They yeah. still
0: have a starting caliber Running back Sure, but I mean The Colts right. do have a good D-line And I do love what Cleveland did With their offensive line in, in, the, in the past season Or this offseason But I just think that Maybe this is a situation Where Cleveland hasn't been tested In a while And the Colts might kind of Smack them in the mouth I think Reich is a better coach Than Stefanski But I, I like Cleveland in this spot I think they're a good home team I think that I believe straight up they're they're even money, mm-hmm. and I, I like that bit a lot. All right, so you are on Cleveland, whereas I'm on the Colts. You are on the Falcons, whereas I'm on the Panthers. Our big uh, uh, digressions so far. Then we have the Vikings plus seven at the Seahawks. I got to be honest. For some reason, I just I, like my gut. Just likes the Vikings in this game. The Seahawks are undefeated. They did not look impressive at all against Miami last week. It's kind of that trappish game. I uh, mm, you know but the Vikings are bad. Uh but but they should be good they're well coached. Uh what seven points is a lot. It's a lot of points. Yeah.
1: Sure Seattle will win.
0: Yeah, but this is like a prime time game, you know, this is Sunday night football. Yeah, I don't know. Uh uh Nick, pick something in this game. I take the Vikings. Okay, uh, seven points good. is a lot of points. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's there. You know what? I'm taking the Vikings plus seven. Dalvin I forgot Cook's Dalvin really Cook good exists. Feeling. Yeah, dude, he's he's one of those guys. It's size and speed with him, you know what he I mean. Also has me like Seal and
1: Justin Jefferson's been solid. Very yeah, good. but their defense,
0: defense has been banged up. Their he's secondary's bad, and you got DK, you got you got Lockett going against that yeah. secondary. I like could, could, yeah, could be over city right there. Yeah, we might have to look that up because I don't think the. I mean, Seahawks are one of those teams where it's funny because, like, you know, I feel like everyone thinks of the Seahawks. It's all oh, they—they got that great defense, and they haven't yeah. had a great they defense in a long shake. time. He'll never shake. The Ravens were like that for a really long time. And it's funny because they have a good defense again, yeah, but yeah, I feel but like people don't it even think about back, it. Same thing yeah. with the Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh was the steel, curtain, You know, and then Pittsburgh was bad for a bit in the mid to 2010s, and now they're back with the great defense. But you know, I guess we're both on the Vikings here. Last game, Monday Night Football, Chargers plus seven and a half at the Saints. The Saints suck. oh now the Saints came back big against the Lions, okay. but the Lions kind of suck. Yeah, you know what? And and the Chargers did not look bad last week against the the Bucks. I'm taking the Chargers plus seven and a half. Give me Herbert. Give, give, give me, I mean, Austin Eckler's out, right? He's yes. hurt. my my close
1: personal friend, Austin Eckler. He's on my fantasy football team. I don't no one really, know. nobody cares, but yeah. I, he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. But they've been putting that other guy in a lot as someone who watches the Chargers games to see what Austin Eckler does. They throw that guy in the mix way too much for someone, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? when you got one of your guys on your team, you're like, oh, that's my guy. And that's yeah, not yeah, your yeah. guy. It's the fucking <laughs> backup. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty good. I think his name's Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. He's solid. Um, I, I I like Justin Herbert a lot. I think that he I think he's got a bright future in the league. I think the Saints are absolute trash. I think that if they still had Teddy Bridgewater, they could possibly be undefeated. Um, but I think that they made the wrong decision and they picked their stupid old quarterback. And I like the Chargers in the spot seven and a half. Is too many points. I'm sure
0: the Saints will win, but whatever. Before we get to your picks, do you think that show my real addictions is real? What do you mean? Like, my strange addictions? Like, yeah. They, like, eat, like, glue and shit? Yeah. Um, I saw a bitch who was addicted to eating couch cushions. I can't be. yeah like, that's not a thing. Now people are just weird, dude. Yeah, but, like, you die. Like, this this, this, this woman was just snacking on... on. My sister eats napkins a lot. I see,
1: like, napkins around the house a lot that look like they've been eaten.
0: Like, what do you mean, it looks like... Eating? Yeah, like,
1: they'll be, like, chewed up napkin balls sometimes around my house. She's pretty True. gross. She's like a picky eater, isn't she? Yeah, but napkin is on her menu.
0: Her limited menu. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right. Well, that. what are your picks? Give us your picks. All right. Person. So you were very happy. You finally, you finally had a successful pick run last all week. Right, so we want to start off by saying
1: um, four and one, four and one, four and one. Well, that was last week. What's your overall? Last week. Um, I, we don't talk about the past. We look to the future. Uh, it's a week to week league. Last week was—it's it, been past. the preseason. I was trash in September. You build it back up in October. Four and one last week. Philadelphia money line. I gave you that. I told you, please throw the points in the garbage. You don't want the points. The Eagles are going to win outright, and they did. All
0: yeah, right. but did
1: you take the money line yourself? I did take the money line. LD knows. LD know. knows that yeah. was a. I, I don't make many hundred dollar bets because I'm not very. I'm not. Uh, I'm not very liquid at the moment. Just like I, and
0: you know what? Some hardos might be like, oh, hundred dollar bet, hundred dollar bet on a on a dog that's plus seven and a half outright's pretty false Yeah, so I they, I knew they were going to. Yeah,
1: no two, yeah. Eight, 280 bucks coming back my way. I, I certainly don't hate that. So I do have the Eagles as plus seven and a half. As I said, thirteen and a half, thirteen and eight against the spread. Twelve and nine outright since twenty seventeen is dogs under Doug Peterson, and after. a after a win, the Eagles are twenty and fourteen against the spread. So I, I'm all over the Eagles in this game. I, I, seven and a half is too many points. They, they might lose. I certainly don't think they're going to, but they might lose. I mean, you can sprinkle the money line if you want to because the Eagles are going to play hard here. I don't. Pittsburgh's like living off this like great defense, I guess. I don't know. Jordan I is going to shove TJ Watt in a locker. That's it's not going to happen. Uh, Dallas minus nine and a half. They're going to bully the fucking the, the Giants. Yeah. I, I just I I don't ever want to put Dallas in my picks, but. Yeah, they're going to absolutely put them in a locker as well. Uh, Houston minus six is my lock of the week. Uh, I remember when the Eagles fired Chip Kelly; um, they played, I believe it was the Giants, and they uh, with Pat Shermer as the head coach. Uh, Pat Shermer stinks. That guy's is,
0: as as bland as vanilla sauce. The thing. players
1: will be out. They will be playing so hard just to know Bill O'Brien is not there. Uh, I would take this anything under a touchdown. So I, it, right now it's at six. I would take it at six and a half. Also. Uh, I like Cleveland, but I like Cleveland at the money line. Just get your money back. I, I think Cleveland's going to win that game against the Colts. I just, I really just am not impressed by the Colts. It's just, I think it's Philip Rivers. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just think he stinks out loud. Um, and I love the Tampa Bay Chicago over a little, a little Thursday night action. So you get that. Um, I'm, I believe it's coming out on Thursday. So you know, uh, you'll have this, you know, easy one. Uh, Forty four points is not enough. Uh, last time Tom Brady and Nick Foles played each other, it went to seventy four points. Um, so I cannot imagine a world where that does not go over 44 points. Um, that is not nearly enough points. It almost sounds like a college football halftime line. But, yeah, as I said, lock of the week is Houston minus six, though. I, I feel, But I feel like the public's going to really be on that, but it doesn't matter because as long as as long as long Bill O'Brien's gone, they're going to play hard.
0: Yeah, that's classic. That's classic gambling. Classic gambling logic. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, as we're wrapping up our gambling podcast for the week, the NFL lines, L.D. wants to talk about this. That's that man, Dogface Two Hundred Eight, the man who listens to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac while he cruises down the California coast on a skateboard down the highway, drinking his Ocean Spray Apple. You know that that man really touched the cord with LD because that man, that man's just been living his life. You know, I think he was like living in a trailer, and then and then he lived in a trailer that moved in front of his like brother's house so he could use a shower. That was like a big upgrade for him. You know, that guy was just living his life, just trying to make the best of it every day. And, you know, I'm sure his everydays look kind of bleak for a while. You know, he didn't have a lot going on, things, things he may have been in trouble. That man just went and found the positives. You know, he found the little things in life that made him happy. And, and LD, you know, he certainly understands as much as anyone. LD's, you know, he's a depressed guy. He's not, he, LD's an OG sad boy, as he always calls himself. You know, it's tough to look at the bright sides of life. So he's not trying to make it sound like it's easy. Like, that guy, that guy just lived every day being dog face 208, you know? He was just being himself. He was just hanging loose, hanging 10, cowabunga. And at the end of the day, you know, a video that he uploaded that was just him doing his thing ended up changing his life, you know? LD, it, it's tough to always just think things get better because, you know, when, when you're in the hole, when you're in a rut, when, when you're fighting, you know what I mean? Like Like, it's tough to just say, oh, well, things are going to get better. Because you know you can't just solve a problem by hoping, you can't just solve a problem by by expecting it to be solved, and that's what that feels like sometimes. But you know, if, if you really stick to yourself and keep doing your thing, and, and your thing's pure, and 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 it follows who you really are, at some point, I, I really do believe that you're going to find some sort of happiness or gratuity or, or sense of fulfillment from from inside and out, and maybe even both. And with that note, people, thank you once again for joining me. Thank you for laying low here on the Lowdown with LD. I love you guys. I appreciate the the love and the feedback and the reviews every week. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to review. Find me on Twitter at LDTheMan. Hit my my DMs. My DMs are open. Tweet at me. Let's interact. Let's, Let's keep it going. We got big things on the horizons, people. LD is very excited. He can't wait to keep steering the ship with his knees and and leading us all into victory and into the promised land. He's got some stuff. He's very excited to bust out and show you guys in the very near future. Let's keep it up.